move into our second part of tonight's episode, and this is going to be a fun one. Evan came up with this great idea about listing our top five. We're going to go from five to one Stan Lee cameos. We're not saying just Marvel Cinematic Universe. You could have went comics if you wanted. I don't know if Stan Lee's making a cameo. Actually, I think he does quite a few times in, in the Marvel comics. <laughs> he he was but, in Ravage 2099 number three. Not that you and Chris Armstrong would know. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of mine are movie slash television related. So, I don't so, know. so are mine. I, uh, I had five movies and then I remembered a TV show. So, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to go from five to one. Our personal Top five Stanley cameos. I'm going to go ahead and start. Okay. So number five is going to be Stan Lee's cameo in Teen Titans Go to the Movies from 2018. Is this on your list? This is my number five, too. <laughs> That's great. All right. Well, here we go. I'm playing the clip. Back. This magic happens. Oh, man. I love this. That is where the Animaniacs live. Oh, it's that car from that car movie. Oh, that's good. Lantern hanging out this back there. This place is amazing, yo. They're really making movies about every superhero. Oh, well, there he is. He's back there. Make one about me. Come on. <laughs> Kate Wilson's soundstage must be around here somewhere. Hey, everybody, look at me. I'm Stan Lee doing my subtle cameo. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Stan. This is a DC movie? Oh, gee, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> To which he does not leave. <laughs> Apparently, I, it's been a while since I've seen this movie, but he comes back in the movie later. So, yeah, yeah, he comes back. He says, hey, I, I just love doing cameos. I don't care what movie it is. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and I so, OK, it's cool. So we're some Patico here. Number five. The only the reason I picked it at number five, it's a DC movie. His reputation for having cameos has transcended Marvel Comics. Now, it's not like uh, Stanley never had a relationship with DC Comics at any point. <laughs> I think you're going to actually be covering that at some point, possibly yeah, as part of this, right? As yeah, part as of the part Superblog, of the Superblog team, up. team up. I'm going to go through the uh, Just Imagine Stanley creating the DC Universe title, right? Which is uh, getting uh, an anniversary issue in honor of his uh, 100th birthday. So yeah, you know his his reputation of having cameos has transcended so much that a DC movie decided to get him in there. Granted, it's an animated one, but it's Teen Titans go to the movies, and it's they lampoon it so hard, it's hilarious. But oh it's, yeah, it's it's great. Just that that's exactly what what I thought too. Is like it, it's Stanley. He 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 means that much. Marvel, DC, whatever. We we just like to have Stan in there. Yeah. Love it. All right. Well, that was my number five. <clears throat> I'm going to let you go with number four since we both basically <laughs> we both had number five. The same. I should have I, I, sh I should have pivoted real quick and, and cited the Princess Diaries, too, which he has an inexplicable cameo in. But, Does he uh, seriously? Yeah, he he's like a, a wedding guest, if, if I remember correctly. Yeah, my number number four. This is another one where he he wasn't playing himself, but I, I don't know. It just it just felt like a great Stanley moment as Avengers: Infinity War, where he's driving oh. Peter Parker's school bus. Thanos's minions are attacking New York. Uh, Iron Man and Doctor Strange are fighting them off, and Peter's uh, riding the school bus, and we we get. One of the first hints of the spider sense in the MCU when the hairs on his arms stand up and he sees the ship and he has his buddy Ned uh, distract everybody. So Ned starts yelling, we're going to die. It's a spaceship. <laughs> and it cuts to Stan Lee driving the school bus and Stan goes, oh, you kids act like you've never seen a spaceship before. Oh.
What a great movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is hilarious. We're going to die. We're all going to die. What's the matter with you kids? You've never seen a spaceship before? <laughs> Forever, he's not going to be that disturbed by a spaceship. No, 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 no. Especially, uh, especially if a certain theory about Stanley in the Marvel movies is true. But uh, well, I think we'll get to that later. Hold that thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number four. The YouTube clip that we are going to watch is ten seconds long, <laughs> but this is Fantastic Four, two thousand five. Oh yeah, that that one's on my list. I'll couch this then. Okay. Well then, so that's number four. For me, what is your number three? Well, number three is, uh, and there are actually a couple of scenes in this, but there's one one in particular. It's not in the MCU, and it's not in a movie. Okay. It is Stan Lee hanging out at the Android's Dungeon, the premier comic shop in Springfield. He had a couple scenes in the episode, but this is is my particular favorite. I still quote uh, to this day, and a little reminiscent of Teen Titans Go because it's a uh, it's Stan having a little bit of good natured fun uh, with, as he used to call it, the distinguished competition. You might have to do some setting up here because I, I I mean I've watched The Simpsons, I know The Simpsons. Yeah, uh, well this, but... this was a comic book guy. Uh, who 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 runs uh, the Androids Dungeon? I believe that's the name of his uh, his 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 comic book shop, and of course has gotten into the pop culture vernacular with the you know worst issue ever. <laughs> but for some reason, in this episode, Stan Lee came to the comic book shop and did not leave the comic book shop. <laughs> At one point, even claiming that he turned into the Hulk once, but can't do it anymore. But this is the moment that really stood out to me. All right, here we go. Hold it, son. Wouldn't you rather have an exciting action figure? Ah, but only Batman fits in my Batmobile. <laughs> Are you nuts? The thing fits in there perfectly. <laughs> Look, he's fitting right now. <laughs> Stan Lee came back? Stan Lee never left. And I'm starting to think that his mind is no longer in mint condition. Ah, ha, ha, you broke my Batmobile. Broke? Or made it better. Uh, always the pitchman. Always the salesman. <laughs> always, you know, that is his thing. Like, I, it, it's really something when you watch this man give an interview. I, I watched him do an interview for, he was promoting something. He had an appearance in something. Again, he pitches it as like one of the greatest things ever. Yeah. <laughs> and just, you, just... you believed that he believed it. Right. I can't remember when that came out, if if any of the Fantastic Four movies had come out at that point. But I mean, just the fact that, that you're working in the thing, you know, it's not Spider-Man. It's not the Hulk. It, yeah. it's, it's not the uh, the most recognizable Marvel character. But it's it's definitely a, a Marvel character who uh, would not fit in your average Batmobile. I was looking, yeah. <laughs> and I I, I, was, I I still, when I get the chance, will say, "Oh, broke it or made it better." <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, so that was your number three. Yes, sir. All right, my number three. Was... Two thousand two. <laughs> aired on April twenty eighth, two thousand two. 
Oh, okay. All right. So, wow. Yeah, twenty, a little over twenty years ago. Yeah. So, th- so that was pre Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, it was. Mine is from two thousand seven, and this is from Spider Man Three. Is it f- on your list? No. Okay. All right. So, again, very short. I'm pretty sure. The only reason this makes it to number three on my list is because of the specific lines that are being said. You know, I guess one person can make a difference. Enough said. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Got to get the classic line in there. Enough said. It's weird when you start to be like, okay, top five. I've got to sit down and I've got to really do some critique of how I'm going to build my list. And (laughs) one of the things that really spoke to me was it felt like I had to have a situation that related to the comics. And it definitely, you know, had to mean something. There are quite a few Stan Lee cameos that are out there where it's him. He shows up, you know, he's he's uh, the DJ at the strip bar in Deadpool. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, you know, he's not really sitting down and being like, listen, 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 Wade, (laughs) let me (laughs) let me spill some stuff from my heart here. Uh, That right there, I, I felt was like, okay, that is like quintessential Stan Lee. And it's it's quick. And he says those two words, enough said. Yeah. And I was like, okay, um, I, yep, that one's, that one made my list. So that was number three for me. All right. So we're at number two, I guess, since I went uh, last, you get to go with number two here. So what is your number two? Well, I think, I think this one's on your list based on our earlier uh, conversation. So we may have to put a pin in guardians of the galaxy volume two, put a pin in guardians of the galaxy volume two. All right. <laughs> All right, then number two for me. So my number two is not from any movie. It is not from any cartoon. Oh, wow. This is Lego Marvel's Avengers. Now, I I picked this scene just because I saw it and I was like, okay, this looks pretty cool. So here's Stan Lee. He's cleaning up after the party Mm -hmm. and just happens to lift Thor's hammer. And puts it down and walks away. Uh, no, I hadn't seen that one before. Uh, so, uh, have you ever played the Lego Marvel games? I played the the first one, and I have. I think I have Lego Marvel Avengers, but I I am not the most accomplished video game player. Okay, that's all right. No, I can remember playing Lego Star Wars. One of the first Lego games that I remember playing, there was a DC's Lego or a Lego DC Batman or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. They're fun games. I mean, they're oh, yeah. obviously they're geared towards children, but they are. Yeah, um, they present plenty of challenge for me. Yeah. Yeah. So with Lego Marvel, one of the cool things about that game was that every I think it was every level there was one hidden Stan Lee in peril. <laughs> <laughs> So you had to go rescue Stan Lee in some way. And of course he's voicing it. And, but there's only like two or three words being spoken. One of which is help, help. (laughs) So as you're playing the game and you're whatever character you are, all of a sudden you hear that you're like, Oh, Stan Lee's nearby. So sitting down with my kids and playing this game, you know, we'd play two players and, and we would have a blast doing this. And then, Oh, Hey, 
you're Stan Lee's around here somewhere. Let's go figure <laughs> out where Stan Lee's at. And then, of course, you rescue him. And what are the fi- what are the most one of the few iconic phrases that this man has is Excelsior, of course, yes. Excelsior. And so if you rescue him, you get to hear him say that as well. Nice. So that almost made number one. Really, claim, it really came close just because I have the memories with my kids playing this game. And I, I will tell you that it is probably, aside from the cameos, because I think as my children were watching like the Marvel movies, the only reason they knew who Stan Lee was was because I pointed it out. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, hey, it's the Stan Lee cameo. Oh, hey, it's the Stan Lee cameo. There's Stan Lee. But they would have never, if I wasn't in the room, they would they would have been watching this movie. Had no idea, other than just the fact that I've seen this guy before. Why does he keep showing up in these movies? Playing the game with my kids, though, I think made them recognize who Stanley was. Like, why this guy is always in peril? Who is this guy? And of course, I would be sitting there and be like, "Hey, guys, it's Stanley. It's Stanley." Um, and we would rescue him, of course. You know, we'd had a good time playing the games together. So there's there's a lot of sentimental stuff. Um, when Stanley passed away, I had to break that to my kids and mm. be like, hey, and they knew exactly who I was talking about. And a lot of it is because, you know, we shared this interaction where we were trying to rescue Stanley from from a video game. Came really close to my number one, but uh, there it is. Stanley and the Lego Marvel games is my number two cameo for Stanley. So you said you only have one left. Yep. Now, and, and you have one left. And I have one left. And I know what yours is. (laughs) Right, right. And you, but did you say that um, the Fantastic Four movie was on your list? That's my number one. Okay, all right. So I had it at number four. Uh, Where did you have Guardians of the Galaxy? Number two. Number two. All right. So then let's go ahead and we'll do. Let's do the Fantastic Four one first. Did you have um, it at number four just because it was the Fantastic Four? <laughs> uh, that was not my criteria, sir. <laughs> that was not it. All right. So this is my number four, your number one. And like I said, this is a 10 second, 10 second Stan Lee cameo. Where do That's I need Very to important. Yes, it is. All right, here we go. Welcome back to the Baxter, Dr. Richards. I've got the usual for you. Good to have you back. Thanks. Ten seconds. But that's Sir, ten you have seconds the of Stan Lee as a named Marvel character. That is right. Willie Lumpkin. Willie Lumpkin. And does he not fit the bill? Like, I, I mean, Oh, yeah. Again, that tie to comics that I was talking about. That's what. That's why it had to kind of... So, same thing with the, the said, with the Nuff Said moment you had. Just just the fact that, that it was really cool to see him play himself sometimes. Or a mm-hmm. of himself, but there he was one of his uh, one of his characters. And I, I believe, if I'm looking at this right, Willie Lumpkin's first appearance was in Fantastic Four number eleven. So the month before uh, they tangled with the Hulk, first they met Willie Lumpkin, and just the the fact that I mean, you know, Stan's cameos by that point were uh, almost expected, and to have him in there as one of one of his creations, you know, one part of the tapestry of the Fantastic Four was very cool. It might sure. be the only time he's played a named Marvel character. Number one, you had this on your list, you said? At yeah, number two. yeah, this was my number two. Number two. I had it at number one. This is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 from 2017. Oh, 
man. Anyway, before I was so rudely interrupted, at that time, I was a Federal Express. Hey, fellas. Hey, wait, where are you going? <laughs> hey, you were supposed to be my lift home. How will I get out of here? Hey, oh, gee, I've got so many more stories to tell. Oh, guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Stanley hanging out with the Watchers. The Watchers in a MCU film. I'm I'm excited. Uh, number two, you get Stanley. You mentioned this. This was a tie to how a fan theory had taken hold, where people were saying that Stanley has actually been portraying the same person. The same Stanley has been portraying all these people throughout all these films and and cameo appearances. He's actually been this one guy who's been hopping through realities. I took it a little farther. Okay. I suggested that perhaps this is the second named Marvel character Stan Lee played because that space suit he's got on is pretty distinctive. And uh, it reminded me, I, I actually wrote about this once. It's, it's still floating around out there on the interwebs. Have you ever read a story called Original Sin? Oh, we were just talking about this. This is where this is the Watcher's Eye thing, right? Yeah, yeah, where the Watcher gets murdered. Right. Yeah. Okay. But go ahead. Yeah. That, so that that was one of the things that came out of this. But there was also a character, and I won't I won't spoil it. But there was a character introduced in that called Woodrow McCord, who is also known as the Man on the Wall, and he in a lot of that he he had that spacesuit, that kind of spacesuit on, and he was somebody who kind of moved behind the scenes of the Marvel universe. So I my my theory was that maybe Stan popping up in all these. Uh, places was you know keeping tabs on things uh going on in the marvel universe as the mcu's version of woodrow mccord the man oh, on the wall wow i don't man, know oh, but uh but yeah just the, i mean i had it ranked so high just because it ties him in to all those things and i mean you know another fan theory was just that uh stan lee was the same character in all these movies stan lee oh true i mean he was yeah uh, he's just portraying these other characters. I, I, it, it works on so many different levels. One of the things that I really love about it is the fact that it's like acknowledging, hey, we know you guys are out there. Uh, we know you guys have a thought as to what this is, and they actually put it in the film. I love yeah. it when you know the creations uh, give nods to the fans. Yes. I think that's that's fantastic and i think i had a feeling this was going to be on your list i wondered where it was going to be i'm glad it made your list at number two because i was like you and i are both big what if fans we're both big oh, yeah. uh, you know that's something that speaks to us and i was like he's got to have this on his list at least of all now that again these are personal favorites folks whether they are yours or not it doesn't matter it's just evan and i having a good time talking about our top five uh, so anything else there, Evan, on our top five Stan Lee cameos? No, no, that one, you know, link, links so many together and, you know, really celebrates the fun people were having with it. So uh, that that's a good one. I just I gave the slight edge to Willie Lumpkin because of the full circle thing there. But uh, I like it. I like I said, it. No, no wrong answers here. No, maybe Princess Diaries, too. But other than that, no wrong answer. I want to talk to the person that has that at the top of their list just to see <laughs> what the rest of the list looked like. All right. And there's plenty of cameos out there. I think a lot of people would probably go for the mall rats route because, mm -hmm. you know, if Wait, you. The mall rats cameo or the Captain Marvel cameo where he's reading the script for mall rats. Almost made the list. 
<laughs> Almost, because that's a great reference. Like they are referencing, hey, that's actually Stan Lee <laughs> for this role that he's going to have. <laughs> a lot of thought to go into that one. Yeah. Cool. I don't know if you want to take like 15 minutes and maybe talk about Marvel Snap or can, if you are done. Do that. All right. I'm, All right. I'm going to be I, I think I'm going to work on a, a post about like the uh, the most unexpected characters to show up in Marvel Snap. <laughs> so, OK. And Hell Cow of, is not number one. Really? No. Wow. OK. I don't have any notes. I would have loved to have structured this other than just me going, man, I'd love to talk about Marvel Snap. So let's just I'm, we're going to fire off the cuff here and, and let the conversation flow for about 15, 20 minutes about what's going on. So anybody that's out there that has uh, the opportunity to download a mobile game to their phones may have seen ads for a Marvel based card game called Marvel Snap. I first heard about it. Sean Garmer of the WTM Network, he does the video game podcast on here, Video Games to the Max. He might have actually said something to me. I haven't had a chance to do this, but uh, have you by chance played Marvel Snap? He's like, I've been playing it a lot lately. And I was like, no, I haven't. I, you know, I, I don't know anything about what he's talking about. I had no idea about it. And then you start talking about it. And I'm like, OK, yeah. all right. Evan's into a mobile game. I'm not used to him talking about video games at all. <laughs> it's very rare that I hear you talk about games in any fashion when it comes to like playing something. That's when I was like, okay, I want to check this out. So I downloaded it. I think what we're talking like three weeks ago, maybe. Um, yeah, it might have been, been a little bit longer than that, but not very much because I know I, I was around for when the most recent season just dropped, which is the Black Panther Wakanda Warriors of Wakanda to give everybody an idea of what this game is. You have three locations that are out there on this map. One location is revealed the first three turns. You get a total of normally six turns. And sometimes it could be four if the TVA is involved. And or seven if you pull Limbo. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sometimes it could be seven if magic's involved or Limbo happens. Uh, but, the point of the game is to use these cards, which each have a cost to play these cards, and they have a power value as well. The more power, the person with the most power at the end of the game at each location wins that location, and the goal is to win two out of three locations uh, at the very least. Or if it's, a, if it's a tie on the locations where it's like one person with one, one person with another, and a tie at one, then it comes down to the total power overall. But uh, also, you know, each turn you have energy to spend on these cards. Pardon me for making the rules sound really, really boring. But point is, you get to spend this energy and you, you get the cards. And it's a lot of fun. And I think a, a lot of what speaks to the game for me is the fact that you can play one in like under five minutes, practically. So that really I makes it. I played one while you were doing the intro. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect see so yeah you can you can legitimately sit down start a game and have it done and go on about your day if you wanted to or play for four hours like i do in the mornings <laughs> not a good idea but that's what ends up happening one of the things that really stood out to me is the way that they make this game feel more in tune with the comics mm -hmm. than what I thought it was going to be like, I yeah. was expecting this is going to be, this was going to be all, oh, this is going to be heavily Marvel cinematic you because that's what everybody knows. And we're going to, oh, yeah. that is not the case here. No, no, you've got uh, the comic versions of Korg and Mantis. Um, yeah, d definitely some characters I'm surprised weren't more uh, MCU geared. Right. 
each card is usually a character. Sometimes it can be a device, uh, a la Cerebro, a la Quinjet. These cards that have these characters on them have abilities that also feel much in tune with the character itself. I, I see your I see your pixelated pixel variant cell <laughs> cow you just sent me. Uh, you thinking about spending money on that? Uh, I, I don't know. There's there's a destroyer thor variant too those are that, that, that's all i usually use my gold for is a, a cool variant same here i i don't think i would and by been, money i mean gold in the game i haven't spent uh, i mean the the prices aren't bad but uh i haven't i mean you you can play it and have fun without spending a bunch of money and that's another good thing about this game it's amazing currently okay give me let's just do a rundown here real quick so do you have your marvel snap in front of you sir i do all right so I am currently at level, okay, level 42, down there, the gold coin thing. So I'm at level 42. What are, your, what are you at level-wise here? I was I was sneaking in another game, but I believe I'm at level 51 <laughs> or 52. Okay, so every, I think it's like every 10 levels, you get a either additional credits that you can use to upgrade your cards, or... You can also get different avatars for, you know, what you're what you're using to play. Uh, I should. So like right now, mine's like I think it's a chibi Hawkeye, which is, you know, this cute version of Hawkeye. OK, I'm, I'm using Colossus because uh, he sometimes has a beard, sometimes is interesting and sometimes is really boring. And uh, I feel like that uh, That's you. sums up the Evan experience. Yeah, <laughs> you got right. that awfully quickly. This is what keeps it really interesting for me, and that's the collection level. Uh, so currently I'm at a collection level of 680, which is right below your avatar. Now, this also is very indicative of how much you play the game. So now we get to hear how how much Evan has been playing the game. What is your collector level, sir? I'd like to take the Fifth Amendment. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm at about 850. 850, okay. All right. And yeah, so as you're playing this game and you're going through the collection levels right now, I mean, as you get up to five, I think it's once you hit 500, then things get kind of spaced out because they want you playing the game a little bit longer. Plus, they don't want us to give you everything right to be or at, to where you can acquire it so quickly. Every I think it's like every eight right now, every eight collector levels and how you get these is you upgrade your card. So as you win games, you you get these you play in this you play these seasons, you get these uh I think they call them cosmetics, like the enhancements. First, you get a frame break, right? So they 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 stretch out beyond the border. Then uh, then he goes three D. Okay. Uh, then animated, right? Which usually involves flames flickering in the background. <laughs> yeah, um, you're thinking like, oh man, everything's going to be animated. You're like, oh no, that guy's capes waving just a little bit. <laughs> Claws animation, like that is something like you can see on uh, just in in your hand like his little his little claw or the uh the energy coming off the claw you can see yeah. that i don't i i haven't gotten him up to to animated yet it, it looks um, pretty cool the see. next one okay so animated and then the next one is going to be shiny logo shiny logo right and then after that i think it becomes and then animated frame yep animated frame and i think after that it's the infinity level yeah, where you make where a you get a rainbow holographic background copy of the card. Right. So yeah, you're right. I mean, what we're doing here is we're just cosmetically uh, enhancing the card, but it also advances you to where you can get additional cards. 
That's the yeah. whole point. You want mm. your, your your cards get to look cool, and then you can go up the collection level ladder, get either additional credits or additional cards. And that's what I I, you know, I love getting the additional cards because that oh, yeah. then gives you something else to kind of build a deck around. Well, man, Jesse, I uh, I just got some some gold, and I'm trying to decide between that pixel variant Hellcow, the uh, four version of the Destroyer, or a Ghost Rider Quinjet. <laughs> a Ghost Rider Quinjet. Yeah. What? Yep. So, okay, hold up. So apparently, I mean, this is breaking news for me. Like, <laughs> I, I, you know, right now in the shop, uh, I've got a Pixel. I got like, geez Louise, I got one, two, three, three Pixel variants. Yeah, I want to see this. Wow, that Quinjet is awesome, dude. <laughs> that is pretty cool. That's I don't know, this, uh, this Destroyer Thor, though, is looking pretty Let me, Did you send that to me? Hang on, I, I'm going. I'm going to send it to you. I think that might be what I grab. So this is down there on your in your daily offer, right? Yep. Interesting. So apparently, different players get different daily offers because I do not have any of that. I got Pixel Squirrel Girl. Squirrel oh, Pixel Girl. Squirrel Girl. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> not tailoring this thing very well. <laughs> Dude, I don't just... use the Squirrel Girl card as often as you'd think I would. Well, and it's yeah, mainly because it just makes me want to uh, have Carnage kill the squirrels, and that's a downer. <laughs> that is a bummer. That destroyer Thor, man. Wow, wow. Yeah. So Pixel Squirrel Girl, uh, Pixel Cyclops, Pixel Rhino, and then I got a Rocket Raccoon variant, which is him holding this massive gun. The gun is three quarters of the card, if not more. <laughs> and Rocket's <laughs> like this little thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've seen that one. Is that a Scotty uh, Young? It, now, it looks like a Scotty Young, but we usually really, Scotty Young is a little kid one, so I don't know. We really need a way to credit the artists on yeah. these cards. That's occurred to me quite a bit. Like, yeah, so, well, I, I, do they have some that say Scotty Young variant? Because a lot of the little kid ones are are Scotty Young. There's a lot of. Uh, I did not know. No, I have never seen them credit a name for any of the. Maybe maybe it's just because I, I recognize them. I, I I tend to like the the pixel ones. I got a free Nova variant that I I've seen the comic, but it it's not significantly different from the original Nova cover. So oh. or Nova card. Okay. Have you seen the sixteen oh two variants? No, I have not. I've got. Uh, I had one earlier today that was sixteen oh two Bucky, and then oh, wow. and now I got a sixteen oh two Medusa. Mm, um, no, I, I haven't seen those. And yeah, what I, is got, a, I got the baby variant of the uh, of Black Cat. What is this? Okay, this is a brand new one for me too. Band variant, which right. okay, so the, yeah, this is in her. I'm gonna send you the 1602 real quick. The 1602 Medusa it looks like Medusa's on a pirate ship, maybe or something. She's just swinging okay. through. Yeah. All right. And then here is Quake band variant, and I was like, what in the world is a band variant? Well, she's playing the drums. Okay. <laughs> I think they would have saved that for Spider Gwen, but yeah, now now see Spider Gwen that that'll probably be one of the featured updates because yeah. that's one of the more obvious ones we haven't seen yet. You know, we're just gushing over the way these cards look, and and it's fun to actually sit down and talk to somebody that plays the game. You you and I trade stuff back and forth, and Gavin uh, Gavin Napier uh, he also is playing, and I've you know I've been sending stuff back and forth to him as well. Uh, so you guys are about the only two that I know that play this game. But my goodness, I, what I don't. What I what I think if people understood like how connected this is to the actual Marvel comics and how actually well this game is put together right now, uh, th there should there probably be a lot more people that are jumping on. Actually, I think there have been still. 
a yeah, lot my, of people. My brother is the one that turned me onto it, and I've got a couple friends at work at work that play it. I, I'm looking forward. Supposedly, there's going to be a way that like you and me could play against each other, so I could I could really yeah. teach you how it's done. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, talk the stuff. Yeah, fa- fa- famous last words. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, so so I'm looking forward to that. And then I've been playing for a while. There's another game called Marvel Puzzle Quest, and that, that that's a lot of fun. But it, the games are a little bit more time involved. I mean, not not significantly, but these you can knock out pretty quick. And it has like alliances and stuff where you can you know like share resources with people, help help out that that way. So I'm I'm hoping they they do something like that. I know my brother told me that there is um there is supposed to be like a thing where you, you can pick opponents as opposed to just the the random aspect of it so that you know he and i could play you and me could play that yeah. sort of thing so I'm, I'm looking forward to that being uh, added right you and i've kind of expressed our concern with each other about how how long they can kind of keep this going one of the terms i heard uh, recently, I was actually listening to a podcast where the guy was saying he had been playing a lot of this. Uh, it was a video game podcast, actually. He said that he thinks that the game will probably run into a situation where it has power creep. Mm-hmm. So I, I had no idea what that. I've heard that term before, but I didn't know what it meant. And basically what it means is like you run into a limited amount of options as you continue to play the game to where these cards start to get more powerful and more powerful. And the rest of the cards that were originally in there aren't as powerful anymore. I mean, if you look at Magic the Gathering, very similar. Robert Cooper, been on source material before. Coop came over last year, it was in October. And he brought over some magic cards and he had a bunch of recent magic cards. I had a bunch of old ones. We sat down and I still have a bunch of decks that were put together. So we sat down and played against each other. And yeah, his cards destroyed mine because mine were all from, you know, 20 years ago. And these cards had evolved so much. They're way more powerful than what used to be there. That happens because of the limited amount of options that you have. You start to kind of reach out. I feel like there's a lot of possibility that they can do, you know, one of the things that I want to see with this game is I want to see like a what if season. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I'd love to see that. I don't know. I guess it's a drawback to some people, but they're supposedly going to be changing it is you can't really pick which card you get other than those variants like we were talking about. Okay. Um, I got Electro. Not really quite sure how to make him work. That may not mean that Electro is a bad card. It may just mean I'm not creative enough to use him. You know, I've gotten a few. I'm like, what? Really? That guy? Still haven't gotten Gambit. Oh, yeah. Everybody's after Wong. Yeah, yeah. I actually made a deck called Anti-Wong because I was getting so mad (laughs) at how many times somebody would lay out Wong and I'd I'd be like, oh, man, here we go. Just drop Cosmo on him. You'll be fine. (laughs) Until Cosmo prevents you from doing something you want to do. But I will tell you that, you know, you keep some cool variants out there and you keep the cards coming that at least fit the game well and aren't too overpowered we're going to be okay this next round of cards looks good so yeah and like i said i'm I'm looking forward to being able to to play against people and um you know like i said i've been playing puzzle quest for for several years now and uh now i i I gotta admit i've I've kind of slacked off a little bit uh snap has been my my marvel game fix but i mean puzzle quest still has some some interesting characters and they've had a few that were kind of overpowered, Polaris and Shang Chi, especially in Puzzle Quest, are pretty uh, pretty dangerous. But you know they they've also 
added some new powers and things to to adapt to that. So uh, you know, it's um, I, I'm I'm kind of surprised that that that's uh, kept kept my interest for as long as it has. So I I, I can see them uh, you know coming up with some new variations on this and uh, and keeping it going for a while. All right. Well, I'm hoping that is the case. I will say. The next time, if we do have another snap discussion, what we need to do is we need to bring our game stories. Some okay. really specific, like hilarious game stories, such as the ones that I've sent you about laying down a hobgoblin and then <laughs> him sending it back over to me with another hobgoblin. And then I ended up flinging it back over to him and he had a negative 20 because it got doubled. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll have to have some good yeah, ones. I, I, I had a stretch where uh, I kept uh, having Hobgoblin uh, tossed right back at me by Odin <laughs> like three times in a row. <laughs> uh, that's stuff. Evan Bevins, thank you very much for celebrating Stan Lee's birthday with me today. This is the Super Blog team up. We might as well go ahead and get into plugs here. Uh, so yeah. this, this, this is going to be airing on a day, and I need to figure out what day that is going to be. I believe it's December 28th. December 28th. So That's what we're shooting for. Yeah, so last week on the Source Material podcast, you should be able to hear me and Mark Radlich, I've recorded last night, by the way. He, yeah, he and I got together and we talked Slayer, the heavy metal Santa Claus, four-issue series from Action Lab Entertainment. And uh, it's uh, it was an interesting discussion. Goes a little off the rails when we start to when we start to talk uh, at the end about a CBR list of the crazy top ten crazy times that Santa Claus appeared in comics. Hmm. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Let me just say that we didn't really talk a whole lot about the list. Mark took it in another direction. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> no, so, I can't imagine surprising. that happening. <laughs> Not surprised. But yeah, you can check that out. It should be in the archive there. Also, check out the Unspoken Issues podcast right here on the Source Material Comics feed, uh, where we talk 90s comic, 90s comics. Evan Bevins has been on that show with me. Chris Armstrong, Dean Compton, and Derry Wade have been on there here recently as well. Uh, so feel free to check that out if you like, if you dig 90s comics. That is there for your entertainment. Evan Bevins, what's going on with Asterisk 51? Well, uh, in the honor of uh, Stan Lee's 100th birthday and the Superblog team up, uh, I am going to start reading back through for the first time in a long time the Just Imagine Stan Lee creating the DC Universe. At this point, uh, I believe I'm still working my way toward the end of the Secret Defenders run, uh, which is, has been a lot of fun. And uh, you'll find me uh, talking about what movies uh, you can find at Dollar Tree, what well-known films and utterly bizarre discoveries uh, I watch there, and uh, then just you know whatever other interesting comic book tidbits uh, I find along the way. Love it. Well, Evan Bevins, thank you very much for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon. But yeah, make sure to check out hashtag Superblog Team Up in order to celebrate Stan Lee's birthday with us. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. All of this would not be possible without W2Mnet.com, so make sure to seek them out for more podcasts. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please feel free to share, and we look forward to entertaining you again soon. 